0: The Mighty Waters Podcast, helping you unlock the power of your people. If decision making wasn't hard enough, did you know that research has shown every day we're influenced by over 100 unconscious biases in our decision making? Psychology, behavioural economics and neuroscience all point towards the fact that we unconsciously get attached to relationships or ideas, are prone to overconfidence or serving others. Perhaps we even use shortcuts when making decisions, or base our decisions only on previous experience. So decision-making is complex. Does that mean it's impossible to get better at decision-making? My name's Moray Toyne, and welcome to this series of the Mighty Waters podcast, in which I address this conundrum. Specifically, I unpack the hidden risk framework developed by Mark and Anna Withers in their book, Risky Business, where they've helpfully embodied these biases into eight memorable characters. Today we focus in on the subject of coaching, at the heart of the coaching process is a move away from being stuck to a greater awareness of ourselves and the opportunities at hand. In this episode I discuss with Anna Withers how the Hidden Risk Framework can be used as a brilliant coaching tool. Speaking from her own experience as a coach, she demonstrates how others can apply the framework during a coaching session to help their clients become aware of their own blind spots. Ultimately, this will help them move away from self limiting mindsets and take advantage of a world of possibility. Intrigued? Let's begin. So, Anna, you've been coaching people for the best part of 15 years. Um, For someone who doesn't know much about coaching, um, just tell
1: me a bit about what coaching entails. Sure. Essentially, coaching is a structured conversation which helps people to break out of self-limiting beliefs and stories. And through this structured conversation with a coach, people are able to identify what they want to invest in, in order to live the type of life they truly want for themselves. And at the heart of coaching is always a transformation process, a move from being stuck to a greater awareness of a world of possibility.
0: that must be a really rewarding job when you see someone go through that
1: process. Yes and it is very satisfying uh, when a client gets it. His or her whole demeanor changes, there's a shift in the tone of voice, the language used and the conversation and the communication pattern is more positive rather than negative and it's always future focused rather than being stuck in the past. And this positive momentum then gets translated into an action plan, which in turn, when implemented, leads to positive change.
0: Right. And the so the people in your coaching session, so do they come to you when they are
1: stuck? Yes, they do, but they don't necessarily know that. Okay. They are mostly not consciously aware of their stuckness, you see. Although no one coaching assignment is ever the same, it is fair to say that when you are called upon to coach someone, something has already gone on before. Something has happened, and OD professionals have a word for this. They call it a disruption. Oh, okay. Um,
0: so what kind of disruption? What what does what does that look like? What does that
1: mean? Well, this res- disruption takes many forms. Uh, The person who wants to be coached might have had a promotion and feels not up to the job. um, Or he or she has had a bad performance review. Or there's an issue at work with a work colleague or something. Whatever it might be, nobody coaches in a vacuum. And yet that presenting problem is really what is really going on. So
0: when you meet with someone um, that you're coaching in your session...
1: How do you work out what what is going on and what this disruption is? Well, it's always through dialogue and through asking the right questions. And the first session is usually spent just letting the person explore why they have come for coaching and get their perspective on the presenting problem. Yet even at this exploratory stage, the hidden risk risk framework can open new vistas for the client and... um, more importantly, anchor in their heads that there just might be multiple perspectives to be considered. And at this stage, I normally do not reveal the hidden risk framework to the client, but ask searching questions on the basis of those eight characters.
0: Okay, so if I've got this right, um, during a coaching session, you will use the hidden risk framework as your guidance to asking searching questions. Um, And the characters that um, you then later on reveal to the person you're coaching um, are kind of an easy language or a reference point uh, for the client. Um, So to make it even easier to understand, um, could you just give an example of what this application of the hidden risk framework looks like in a coaching setting?
1: Yes, of course. And the one example which immediately Immediately springs to mind is a client who came to me because she had terrible rows with one of her co-workers and her manager felt that she might benefit from coaching. This, of course, um, is a different proposition from coming to coaching of one's own free will. So much of the first session was spent by telling by her telling me how unfairly she felt treated by her co worker and how she felt that coaching was not going to solve the problem. And I listened to her and built rapport. And then I asked her just one question based on the archivist and um, just to recap in our framework, the archivist represents a cluster of biases, which um, lead us to apply our past experience to new situations. So I asked her does this relationship with your co-worker remind you of any other relationship you have had with someone in the past and immediately immediately almost automatically she responded just like my sister she is just like my older sister she said and then went into this long spiel about how this co-worker had so much in common with her older sister with whom she had a competitive and at times quite a bitchy relationship. At this point, I did not challenge her, um, but just made a note in my head of what she said. And at the end of the first session, I had built up enough rapport with her for her to give coaching a shot. And um, I agreed to see her in a week's time for another session, but then I gave her some homework also based on the judge.
0: Okay, so the judge, um, what what is the judge, why is
1: it relevant? (laughs) Well, the judge, again, represents a cluster of biases, um, which leads us to only recognise the most salient aspects of a situation. And in this client's case, the salient feature of the situation was the fact that this colleague reminded her of her sister. So as homework I asked her to observe the colleague very closely in the week between our sessions and come up with a list of things in which the co-worker differed from her sister. We called it the list of difference and it was this list of difference which brought the breakthrough. It wasn't very long but it listed one thing which was very significant Namely that her co-workers sometimes ask for help on work issues.
0: Okay, so once you had that breakthrough moment, what what did you do then?
1: Well, we explored this a little further and it became clear that she'd always felt overshadowed by the achievement of her sister. And um, her sister would have never asked her for help on anything really. And it was at this point in the conversation, I introduced her to the hidden risk framework because she was starting to get a little bit more awareness, really. I explained to her that our judgments can sometimes be clouded by over 100 unconscious biases and that the hidden risk framework embodies these biases in eight memorable characters, which makes it easy for us to recognize and mitigate the work of these biases. And when I asked her which particular character resonated most with her, uh, particularly um, with respect to this current situation with her work colleague, she pointed to the writer.
0: Um, I I feel I'm exactly like her. For me, the writer definitely uh, jumped out at me when I first came across the framework. And um, the writer is again, um, a particular cluster of biases, um, which appears when we're facing the unfamiliar. And we, the, it's a filling of gaps in our knowledge by writing out scripts about people and ideas. And unfortunately, these scripts often don't actually reflect the reality. And um, it'll be really interesting to hear what she made of the writer in her context.
1: Well, she became aware that she had written a script of the relationship with her colleague. And that script was based on her dysfunctional relationship with her sister. And uh, she had already predicted the outcome. And namely that she would be sidelined by her colleague and that she would be kept in a subservient position um, to this colleague. And that would really then negatively uh, affect her career prospects. Once she realized that, we were able to work together on an action plan on how to achieve her own aspirations of career success. That's great. Um, So how how with this client, how did you get to this point? The image of the night really helped her in this. Uh, She became aware that there was safety in feeling a victim and she was defending that feeling of safety. And then in the end, turned out to be really the problem. Uh, The night, just for those who are unfamiliar with our framework, is a cluster of biases which stops us letting go of the people and ideas to which we are attached, uh, even when the alternatives are so much better. So
0: how did the client feel about using this framework? Did you
1: feel it was helpful? Does she? Does she feel it was helpful? Well, my client really valued the framework, and she felt it was a real eye opener, and it helped her recognise things in herself and uh, in others she had not recognised before, and that gave her then the freedom to explore more m- new possibilities.
0: Mm.
1: um, amazing. And so, to sum it all
0: up, um. What would you say are the benefits of using the hidden risk
1: framework for specifically coaches? You see, the role of a coach is primarily to help the person who is being coached to view their world from different vantage points. So that the person who is being coached has a greater awareness of what's really going on. And the eight characters are brilliant vantage points as they represent our blind spots. And once you become aware of your own blind spots, you are able to make a conscious effort to move away from such self-limiting mindsets. Um, I recommend any coach to download our infographic, read our book or use the hidden risk framework with their clients. So most coaches often use a coaching model, like for example, Crow or Oscar or Clear to structure their coaching sessions with their client. Whatever model you are using as a coach, you can play the hidden risk framework into it. It leads to extremely generative conversations with your clients and opens their eyes to a world of greater possibility.
0: Thank you, Ada.
1: Um, thank you so much for your time and
0: as Anna said you can download our free infographic um, you can read the risky business book and you can also listen to the rest of the ser- this series of podcasts all about uh, the hidden risk framework and debiasing our decisions so thank you